Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello there. I'm Jim Metzner. And I'm Bob Berman. And once again, we're bringing you another exciting episode of Astounding Universe. This one is all about that incredible phenomenon that is just transitory enough to be magical every time. The rainbow. We are about to enter rainbow season. Hawaii gets them all the time, but for almost the entire rest of the United States and the rest of the world, what you need for a rainbow is a rain shower and sun to be hitting the falling rain. So you need the kind of clouds that are scattered so that some sun can come through. So it's the warm time of the year that you get falling rain from a particular cloud rather than overcast sheets of cloudiness, which is what's more common in most of the United States during the cold time of the year. So, yes, rainbow season. Aside from that fabulous hit of just seeing a rainbow, anything else that we don't... Oh, yeah. Rainbows are so amazing in so many ways, starting with the fact that a rainbow that you see is a different rainbow than is seen by the person standing next to you because all rainbows are refractions, that's the bending of light, and reflections from within droplets of water centered exactly opposite the sun. It's called the anti-solar point. So in other words, every rainbow is a semicircle whose center is... Jim, what's the center of every rainbow? The center of the Earth. No, no, no. Nobody gets this right. Okay, well, I'm no exception. The horizon. No, the center of every rainbow. Wait, don't tell me. It's you. It's something about you. Yes, it's <gasps> the shadow of your head. Ha! Huh. Marks the center of every rainbow. You know why? Because every rainbow is centered on the spot opposite the sun, and the spot opposite the sun is where the shadow of your head is being cast. giant rainbows are huge and they're only arcs rather than full circles and they end at the ground because again they come from raindrops and rain has a habit of stopping when it hits the ground so you don't see it below ground level you only see it up to ground level and the lower the sun is behind you the bigger the rainbow will be but when crowds of people all see rainbows, each person is seeing it slightly differently, you're saying? Everybody's seeing it opposite the sun, but everybody's seeing a slightly different rainbow because that spot opposite the sun is a little different. There's different raindrops there for each person. Now, I'm no expert, but this is reflection, not refraction? Both. And... Refraction means the colors are being bent. The light is being bent. You know, sunlight, white light is like a rainbow in a blender. Whenever we see clouds that look white or snow that looks white, that just means we're seeing all the colors from the sun, all the prismatic colors, red, green, blue. And when they mix together, the human vision sees it as white. 
So if you can take those same colors and somehow spread them out so that instead of hitting you together, they're hitting you side by side, well, that's what raindrops do. As the light is entering and leaving each raindrop, each color is bent so that we see the colors side by side. So that's what produces that spread of a rainbow. So each raindrop is like a prism. Exactly. And of course, we've noticed that we can see them in lawn spray, in the spraying from a lawn just a few feet away from us, or it could be a thunderstorm miles away. Whatever distance the raindrops are from us, whether it's a few feet away from a spray or, or, or miles away, rainbow is always the same size because it's always going to be an angular size from that spot opposite the sun. And that's why you can never reach a rainbow. It's always going to be in front of you wherever those droplets are. Think of it as occurring on the surface of a cone. Now, the point of the cone is your eye. The direction of the cone is opposite the sun. So you're standing with your back to the sun. The cone spreads out. And it doesn't matter where on the surface of that cone that sunlit water droplets are lying. It could be in the narrow part close to your eyes from a spray near your eyes from a lawn sprayer. Or it can be miles away when the cone gets really big miles away. It's still the same cone, and therefore it's the same appearance rainbow as the cone spreads out. So if you picture the rainbow as occurring on the surface of a cone, you'll have the right picture of where it should be and what's going on. Aren't some rainbows closer than others? The, the droplets could be closer, but the size will always look the same. The color spread will look the same, although the brightness can vary. For example, larger water drops, like from a huge thunderstorm, can make the rainbow brighter but rob it of blue. So there can be little variations like that. Wait a minute. If I've got my garden hose, that rainbow is going to appear to me a lot closer than the rainbow in the distance. No, it'll be the same size rainbow. It'll be the same size. Each water droplet is much closer to you, but the spread of the rainbow, for example, if you were to spread your arms to show where you're seeing it, it would be exactly the same size as if that rainbow were 10 miles away. Really? Do you know that there's a flat rainbow society? And here's another thing, because a rainbow isn't real. It's not real because it's only a reflection and refraction from water droplets. A rainbow can't cast a shadow. It can't have a reflection because it's not a real object. Well, I would just dispute the word real. I mean, it's a, it's a phenomenon that's observable. I would call it real, but I don't know, ephemeral. Okay. Point taken. Okay, anything else amazing about rainbows you want to blow our minds with? Yeah, very often in between the primary, the main bow, and the secondary dimmer bow that has the colors reversed, there's a dark band separating mm -hmm. the two. It's so common, it's so easy to see, and it goes by the strange name of Alexander's Dark Band. Like the old time... Um, Alexander's Ragtime Band? I knew you'd think of that. Yes. But this one was named from Alexander of Aphrodisias, because that was the ancient Greek who first noticed this dark region that's darker than any other part of the sky in between the two rainbows. Alexander of Aphrodisias. And he was on aphrodisiacs at the time when he was looking up and seeing this thing. Well, it is an interesting phenomenon to point out, maybe on the first date. <laughs> Just explain the black Yeah, it's band a dark here. band in between the two bows. It's darker than the whole rest of the sky. It's like a dark belt. It's actually a place where light is not being reflected from the drops in that position because the angle that the water droplets reflect are not towards you 
from that position. So you get a dark band. So the next rainbow you see, this rainbow season, think aphrodisiacs, think Alexander, think... Astounding universe. See you next time. I'm Jim Metzner. And I'm Bob Berman. Many rainbows unto you. Come on in here, come on in here, Alexander's Ragtime Band. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.